Well, welcome to See Here Love. It's our summer series, and we're featuring you every single season of you on all of your favorite you shows from our past seasons. So we hope you enjoy our past conversations. You're fully known and inspiring Well, welcome to See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda, and thanks for joining us online, on TV, on our podcast and radio all across the world. And thank you, lovely ladies on the couch, for joining today. Cheryl, Brooke, Lisa, welcome. Yeah. Thank you for Good having to be here. me. Yeah, you look all cozy on the couch. Yeah, these ladies are gorgeous. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this this is really good. I love it. It's <laughs> great. And we have a special guest, Christina Crook. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Christina is a speaker, a TEDx speaker, and a writer, and the author of The Joy of missing out, finding balance in a wired world. Can you actually do that, finding balance? We're gonna find out. <laughs> well, Christina's here to talk to us about that behind every curated picture is a big old messy life. And I'm excited mm. to talk about that. Maybe excited and I'm gonna be convicted as well, I know, because I love my social media and my posting pictures on Insta, so I think it's gonna be great. But you wrote this book, Christina, The Joy of Missing Out. How did that happen? What was sort of the impetus and start of this? And how did that work itself out? How did you feel when you did that? Okay, so I so I took a fast from the internet for 31 days. This was a couple of years ago. Wow. So 31 days of not having Google Maps, mm. not obviously having social media, not having email, literally not being connected to the internet in any way. <laughs> wow. And I wanted to figure out if a person could actually live, if a person could live and maybe even live well mm. without okay. the internet. With the without the demands of sort of the everyday ins and outs of the internet. So um, yeah, and one of the reasons why I did do that experiment was because I had actually moved the previous year from Vancouver to Toronto, mm -hmm. okay. and sort of in one fell swoop, all of my relationships or like ninety percent of my relationships were somehow mediated in some way through mm -hmm. the internet, wow. whether it was using my cell phone or it was checking in with people on Facebook. And what I found was very quickly my relationships or me staying connected again air quoting here yeah. um, to my friends and family had kind of you know it had kind of deteriorated to just sort of checking in right. on mm -hmm. social media to see how people were doing but really I knew that was a very small sliver of what was really happening in their lives and so I wanted to take away that sort of crutch if you will to just sort of I feel connected but I'm not truly connected mm -hmm. to say, kind of remove that and say you know, what, what is this going to force me to do? Mm. So yeah, that's yeah. sort of where it began. So how did that go? Like, were you getting like the sweats, like anxiety and palpitations? <laughs> I have like, them right now yeah, I know that's about it. I'm like, wow, I am shaking over like, here. See how we're all like this? We're like, mm. oh my God, 31 days? It's like a couple days of withdrawal. And, oh, yeah, what yeah, happened? That's a real thing. So, I mean, it was, and most people today have their phone with them literally 24 hours right. a day. We don't spend yeah. more time with a single person or item yeah. than we do with so a smartphone. Right. And so inevitably the first couple of days, and this was already a few years ago. So, okay. I mean, we're using it them even more today than we were you know, a few years ago, but yeah. the first couple of days were really like a detox. And because mm -hmm. I am a writer, I like perfection with words and I'd set up a blog about the experiment and sort of day one I, I was obsessing about this sentence that I could not change on the internet and it was like the first wake-up call of like this profound sense of control we feel 
on the internet because we are able to control those words. We can edit, but mm -hmm. when we're in the real world, we have no control over, we can't edit back that mm -hmm. statement that we said to our yeah. neighbor when we're mm -hmm. feeling kind of grumpy one morning. We yeah. aren't able to edit and pull those things back. And so um, the first couple of days were really sort of the, kind of the beginning of the oh, detox, wow. um, but we can kind of get into yeah. where it settled into. Yeah. That's good. Now you're responding on the couch like, <laughs> whoa, I need to hear some thoughts here because all of you are like, what? How could she have ever done that? Why is that bringing up a bit of like, <clears throat> I think the world we live in is like, social media is important to a certain extent, but it's taken over our lives. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people sit on their phones for hours and scroll and compare and mm -hmm. all the feelings that like steal our joy. And so yeah. I, I, Kudos to you. <laughs> That's amazing that you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Yara, what about you? Well, you know, God called me on a 45-day fast, water and air. Don't call me on a 45-minute social media. <laughs> I won't make it. I just won't make it. I'm listening to what you're saying, and it's hitting me so hard. And I realize you said something, and it's, it's just it needs echoing again. It's, we can edit so much out there to present, but we can't edit our lives. Mm. And I think that we are now making that our reality. And this is sort of like the, the quick visit into real life mm. because we can, we can, you know, fluff and touch and yeah. fix. And, and I think we're having a hard time just being authentically broken and messy and yeah. Yeah. full of flaws. Yeah. 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 It's, this is, yeah. Amazing. Yes, it is. Ouch. It's <laughs> good. Lisa. Yeah. I'm hearing a couple of things because what Brooke was sharing was, was about the fast-pacedness of the world. And honestly, if you're in business, if you're in ministry and you're not connected, there's an de entire demographic out there. Is this is how you connect with them. It's one of the tools that you use. And then we hear from Cheryl how there's a facade that comes with yeah, that. And so my response to what you, um, Brooke was saying is that these are all tools that God has given us. It's a great tool for this day and age. But what what has happened is that the tool has mastered us. That's right. And it's got to be the other way around. And when I hear what you're saying, I got to tell you, I don't trust anybody who's just got a filtered life. Like, I'm like, there's right. got to be more. And if you're not going to show that to me, I'm suspicious yeah. of you. You're, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, yeah. you're not a, a real human. You might feel the same yeah. way that you do, yeah. Lisa. Um, Christina, when you were doing this experiment, there was a sense of this, and what we're, they're, you know, we're saying is a sort of compartmentalizing of our lives, mm. why we choose to show people only the good. Mm. Let's talk about that, because I'm guilty. Like, I filter, I've got Hollywood lighting background. Like, that's, that's how it is. It's, it's a brand, it's, you know, the show even. And so I'm wanting to learn from you, but like, how do you navigate that? Mm -hmm. You know, because I don't want to be a person that compartmentalizes, but I also, you know, I, I want to show good pictures on Instagram, yeah. Yeah. right? You want to yeah. be presentable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, oh man, so many things. <laughs> <laughs> I think one is sort of maybe first start, starting the conversation about motives. Like right. what is what is really yeah. our true motivation? Mm. What is motivating um, constantly needing even to put stuff out into the world? I like to joke that I am the slowest writer of all time. Like I just am not a content machine. I'm just mm. actually not. Mm -hmm. And I've wrestled with that because I've missed out on certain opportunities because I'm not constantly putting stuff out into the world. But that's actually not who I am. And I lose out on certain opportunities um, maybe because of that. But my motive to just constantly produce and throw stuff out online mm -hmm. would be not true to the motive mm -hmm. of me as a creator and who I believe I, mm -hmm. what I'm called to offer to the right. world as a child of God. And so I think really asking ourselves what our motives is, is a big one. If our motive is love, if our motive is that we have a message to share and that what we're doing in the world 
we want to inspire people and we want to see them thrive mm -hmm. in their own lives like that can be okay. a beautiful pure motivation but I think um, you know asking ourselves some of those harder questions can kind of help us frame it I also um, well, you, okay, yeah, so we can just stop there. Maybe okay. you have another question. <laughs> motive. Yeah, what do you think motive. about that? The yeah. motive behind what we do on social media. Uh, you know, she's, she's, she's preaching hard. I want to get a, <laughs> can I get an offering plate? Can we, yeah, cue the choir. Um, because for me, I had to make a decision about a year and a bit ago. Um, what is my motive? And I decided that I was going to, and I think this is where there's this sort of nice pocket we can sit in, where we use social media as a tool for empowerment, for change, to uplift, mm -hmm. rather than this self-glorification. So I decided to just be one that encourages and uplifts and wisdom quotes and just like, you are amazing. Do you know who you are, your identity mm -hmm. in God? Um, and then I felt more that it was an extension of my ministry rather than like, look at me, look at me. Um, motive is huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's good. What about you? Really good. Yeah, I mean, I use social media all the time. Uh, and there's a fine balance of like, I don't consider myself to be a narcissist and I don't ever hope to come across like that on social media. And you're, I'm always just trying to, yeah, motiv what motivates you obviously is a huge uh, factor, but just, I think there's that balance of trying to, mm -hmm. oh, share, your, yeah, share what God is doing in your yeah. life and not, hey, look at me, look you. at me, look at me. Right. I hope you're all yeah. jealous. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because sure. that's the it's, problem. You know, we're here with young people. They're comparing lives and it's yeah. not real. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like when you look at some of the lives of people on Instagram, oh mm -hmm. my goodness, every one of us could be jealous and depressed yes. for the rest of our lives because everybody has this amazing life, right? Travel, clothes, fashion, family, yeah. food. Like, and we're bombarded by it. And yeah. I, it has to be taking a toll on people, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. It has to be taking yeah. a toll on mm -hmm. people and, and, and what they believe and who they believe they are. And, and the comparison must be a big oh, challenge. Man. Is that something that you were free from when you actually took this experiment? Oh man, well, I mean, yeah, I was in terms of you can only what compare yourself to like the lady in this <laughs> house coat across the street and like the people at the coffee, right? Normal like, it's like, people. Normal, normal people, people, like people in the world, <laughs> like life, you know, pre-19, whatever, like yeah. 1998, yeah. I don't know, right? It's like we actually have lived for most of history without this kind of unprecedented <laughs> comparison. Yeah, I think of like our moms. Like our moms got through life raising children and, and making food without Pinterest and like all, I always <laughs> think, how did you guys do corporations it? Ran you did it. Without, yeah, you're right? doing yeah. well, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. 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 I think it would be different if it was just one country that had internet or one community, <laughs> yeah. but because the whole world is connected now, that ups the game for people to get involved in global village and all that stuff. And going back to the motive thing, it, it gets hard because sometimes I think you don't know your true motives and we convince ourselves, we kind of try to justify, well, I'm going to put this up so I can show people I'm on this mission trip and inspire people. But yeah. then the deeper motive, that's where maturity mm -hmm. comes in. And that's mm -hmm. where the older generations that maybe didn't have mm -hmm. the social media can really reach down and say, listen, let's do the heart thing first before you go yeah. out there and just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And we need enough space to actually be known to ourselves yeah. because mm -hmm. these tools are actually making us unknown to ourselves. We need enough. Sp we have to be. Like, we have to be not presenting. We have to be not connected. Yeah. We have to be with ourselves yeah. in solitude yeah. to really know ourselves yeah. and to know God. And yeah. so right. it requires a huge amount of discipline mm -hmm. because every single app you are using is designed to 
addict you. Yeah. Like, let's just call it what it is. Like, yeah. it is by design. It is tapping into human vulnerability, real-time updates. All of those right. things are yeah. there to keep you on those apps for as long as possible because it's just dollars. The longer you watch our content, the mm. more ads you're yeah. going to see, the more yeah. ad dollars we speak. It's just, yeah. right, it's built into it. Yeah. So we're, it's literally a Goliath, like a, you know, it's a Goliath mm. story, just, right? Yeah, where yeah. we're like, we're up against oh. Goliath. So we got to like knock them down, right? Daily. Weekly Sabbath, these things to be known to ourselves, That's so beautiful. that we know our motives, right? Yeah. We yeah. can master yeah. this tool. I, Absolutely, I, I really like that. I mean, there's so many things you're talking about motive. I also underlying to Christina is truth. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. Like the big thing here for the show and for me is to be a truth teller. Mm. And in that, there's a truth element because what we're presenting out here it's not necessarily truth. And I think we need to get back to that as people who say we follow truth, we follow the truth, mm-hmm. we are about truth. How do we as these women, you know, be truth tellers on social media in, in this digital world? What would you say? Because I'm getting motive and I'm, that's a yeah. check in me because sometimes I do post something to say, hey, look at my great life. I'll be honest. Look at the great life that God has blessed me with. Um, <laughs> blessed. Yeah, blessed. Right. Mm. Second, I think to be a truth teller, sometimes it's not always the truth. There have been moments where I've had a really bad year, but I never wanted anybody to know it. So I just put out really amazing things and just and just picked the best things. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't a true picture of my life. Mm-hmm. Talk to us just about that, just in, yeah. in, in being a truth teller on, you know, on social media. Okay. So We talked about this earlier. There's an idea that I like to share, which is that the pictures are pretty, Mm. but the struggle is real. Mm -hmm. And it always comes back to Kanye West and Kim Kardashian for me. I don't know why, but every time I see their lives, I'm like, but you gotta know that behind that photo, there are like 18 staff and three screaming children or however many children they have now. And like just all the ugliness like, let's just be honest, behind those photos to make that thing beautiful, there is a lot of sacrifice and other things happening here. Yeah. And that's not to harsh on them. That's just yeah. like reality. So the reality is before we looked as incredible mm-hmm. as we do yeah. right now, yeah. right? We woke up this morning. I woke up wearing my husband's like crappy t-shirt. Yeah. My house is like a couple hours right? ago. Like, yeah. Major evolution. Yeah. Thank you. My house, we're moving right now. My house is upside down. Like, look at this. This is beautiful. Like yeah. this set is beautiful. We're all beautiful. Like, yeah. and it's good to celebrate beauty. But yeah. the reality is, is like the real stuff, very few people are seeing. Mm-hmm. And I think what I would say is each time you come to social media, just know that to be true. Yeah. Like look at it, enjoy it, but just know that to be true. Yeah. yeah. Can, I, can I just add something? I just really feel in my heart to say this. I feel like you said design and something flipped mm-hmm. on for me. So there's this sort of worldly design to market and, and mm-hmm. suck in with the apps. But there's a spiritual design here. Right. Mm. There's an agenda at play. And I feel like we need to kind of talk about that for a second. The enemy's plan is that we lose ourselves and we misconstrued our identity. There's a blurring of the lines here. Um, I'm thinking about, um, I, I work with a lot of youth and I was in a setting with, uh, I had them over at my house, um, just filled the house. I literally saw one of these young girls really quickly post something 
We were there for a couple hours, two or three hours. Go back and check. She didn't have enough likes and she deleted the post. Mm. There's a blurring. They think literally friends online are friends. Mm. Followers online and likes are true likes and appreciation. And that is the lie that the enemy wants to mess with their self-worth, that it's tied to the likes mm -hmm. and the follows and the reposts. And so you're right, they're not doing the self-work. They're not even beginning to find out they have a creator and they're made for a purpose, mm -hmm. made for a greater plan, made for more. Um, yeah, this is what the enemy wants. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And I think so those those checks, Christina, of like motive, like when you go in, like check your motive, mm -hmm. you know, are you being, you know, like a truth teller? Mm -hmm. And I think this whole compartmentalizing, like, you know, behind every picture, you know, there is a messy life. And this whole compartmentalizing is, is, isn't healthy because, I mean, how, look at all the stuff you'd have to manage, like the managing of a life that's not the full picture. Mm -hmm. It's like in this group, I'm here, I'm this, and in this setting, I'm this. Mm -hmm. Imagine, that's exhausting. Mm -hmm. So yeah. exhausting. Yeah, so was yeah. it a good experiment? Oh my goodness, it was so freeing. Yeah, would was, you do it again? I would, Yeah. I would in a heartbeat. Yeah. 31 days. 31 days. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's avoiding Why my eyes. Why are you looking I'm at like, me? 31 <laughs> days, I, no internet. My, okay, so my husband just went, so my husband and I travel a lot, and um, he went to Walmart two nights ago, and he bought a flip phone. <laughs> Sorry, a what? Yeah. Uh, high five him. I'm like, <laughs> like a flip phone. And he came home with it. He was so excited, and he's like, I bought this because, like, when we're home together, like I want to have FaceTime with you, but like the phone gets in the it just does. Yeah. Like, we could sit on the couch. Yeah. We're all guilty yeah. of this. Yeah. Sitting on the couch with our spouse or our friends and just scrolling. And you yeah. lose that like you actual physical connection. Yeah. That's so funny. And so like, yeah, yeah anyways, it's just there so are funny. viewers who don't know what a flip phone yeah. is. Yeah. Like, what is that? It's like a yeah. Walkman and yeah. other sex toys. What's a Walkman? That's yeah. <laughs> so good. Thank you for your thoughts. Here's the yeah. thing. You know, we've talked a lot about motivation, truth-telling, all that. But I think what's really important is to kind of get back to scripture and truth of what anchors us in this conversation. And so what I want to do now is go to the good word with Joanna. And she's going to share from the Bible this scripture, John 8, 31 to 32, about truth. And when we come back, we're going to discuss it afterwards. John 8, verse 31 and 32 says, To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you really are my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Have you ever been in a room with someone who is really lacking self-awareness? They don't seem to know the truth about themselves. Maybe they have something in their teeth or uh, their shirt's buttoned wrong or uh, they're talking really loudly in a quiet space and everybody seems to know except them. When you don't know the truth about yourself, it's really awkward. The reality is we want to know true things about ourselves because none of us want to walk around with real or metaphorical stuff stuck in our teeth that everybody else can see. So Jesus, when he talks about what the truth is, he says it in the next few verses. The truth is that we're slaves to sin, that there are things in our lives that are broken and we need help. You know, there's things in our life that we do wrong or that are unhealthy and we don't seem to know how to fix them. We don't need, seem to know how to break out of those habits. That's, that's our sin. And then there's stuff that is good things that we wish we were doing and we want to do, but we try and we fail and we try and we fail. We have all these good intentions, but, but we don't often do them. And, and that's this idea of the sin life that we're slave to. 
But Jesus says when we accept him, when we become followers of him, believers in him, and Jesus as the son of God, that we become adopted into the family of God. We actually become sons and daughters of the king. And this is the kind of freedom, the kind of true freedom that sets us absolutely free. And so we can have great courage to follow after Jesus in this kind of life, fully aware of the beauty and the brokenness of our circumstances. And yet with Jesus who loved us, making a way of salvation, making a way for all of our sins, freedom from our sin, we actually can in full confidence, in great courage, follow after him as disciples wherever he asks us to go next. Well, Joanna, thank you so much for that good word in John 8, 31 to 32. What are your initial thoughts about that as it relates to um, our topic on social media? Yeah, and I think about the truth will set you free. What is the truth? The truth is like in the word of God, mm -hmm. uh, the Bible says that you're greatly and deeply loved mm -hmm. by the Father. He says he's chose you, he's for you, he's not against you, you are a child of God. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. And if you can know that and live that, I think that that, uh, that would change your life mm -hmm. and the way that you respond mm -hmm. to things like mm -hmm. social media. <laughs> yeah. Right. Christina, what about that? The truth will set you free. That was a verse that you brought. You said this is a verse that really resonates yeah. in, in my, my life experience. I think that Jesus was always trying to remove barriers to the truth. Like mm -hmm. when he was actually like walking around with his buds on the earth, like he was always trying to remove barriers between him and others, right? He went to places he wasn't supposed to go. Mm -hmm. He was dining with people he was mm -hmm. not supposed to dine with. And he, the truth was for all people. And I think when I think about social media, I think about this conversation around truth, I think about wanting to remove barriers to the truth. So if, again, I'm going mm -hmm. on social media because I want to project something that's not entirely true, maybe that's not actually true to what's happening in my life right mm -hmm. now, what I want to post, it would make me feel really good. Mm -hmm. Like truly, it would make me feel really good to post that picture <laughs> to Instagram because I'm feeling not so good right now, but that's not actually the truth of what's happening in my life mm -hmm. right now. So I think that really helps me anchor this conversation. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. good, yeah, Cheryl. That's great. Truth is a sword. Mm -hmm. Truth is a sword that breaks the chains of insecurity and vanity and wrong perception and uh, idolatry. Mm -hmm. And I just think truth is a chain breaker that we mm -hmm. need to have in our lives. Yeah, yeah. it's mm -hmm. good. Yeah. And I love that. It's like the truth will set you free. You know, yeah. when, you, when you're confronted in front of Jesus and you look at his life, oh my goodness. Yeah. So many people didn't like him because you're right, he was breaking barriers. He was speaking for people and, and against injustice mm -hmm. and even against, you know, the church and the way that they were doing things in a way. He was saying, you know, actually there's, there's new commands and there's a new way of living. And it's, the, it's, it's my way. It's, it's the life that, you know, here I'm showing you how, how to live and to love, mm -hmm. follow me. And so, you know, when you look at that, I think for me, and this is a really good learning, I think in everything that I do, and not just social media, but life and speaking and the way I relate to people, how does that measure up against the way Jesus lives and loves? Mm -hmm. And that could be kind of like the measure on how I do life and, and not just social media, but in everything. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think we've talked about this responsibility of being women as leaders and out front and on TV and it's a great responsibility. Mm -hmm. And of anybody, we need to be those people of truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. right? Mm -hmm. Any other thoughts on that, on the verse, on the truth will set you free? 
um, Jesus as the example and, and trying to live our best authentic life. Well, we were just talking about those relationships that we have with people and how when you disconnected, it was like you realized because there was something wrong with your relationships, it was just checking in and it wasn't authentic. I think that's what happens because the command is, you know, to love God, love your neighbor. But when we project this image that's a lie about us, um, I think the relationships are threatened. Um, and then you have to maintain, like you said, all these images that you kind of project out, that you have to maintain that you're a perfect, um, you know, see here, love host, you're a perfect worship leader. You have to, and it's just like, it bogs you down and it'll eventually break you. Yeah. It'll eventually break you. I think that's so yeah. powerful. I yeah. think that's really true. Mm-hmm. Well, I think if, if, if social media has become life and life has become social media and the lines are blurring, then uh, the filter that we need for this conversation is truth. Put on the filter of truth. When you put on the filter of truth, you will see yourself as God sees you, as you truly are. Mm-hmm. You'll see friends for who they are. Uh, you're, you, ever, the, the scales will fall. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just walk in truth. Try, take truth and put it on mm-hmm. and see what happens if you're like, well, what is the truth of this moment? What is the real truth of what I'm seeing right now? And it'll be very different than mm-hmm. what you think. You know, it's a good reminder, Cheryl, because I remember the first time when I was speaking publicly and I shared some very deep personal things mm-hmm. and I was terrified. I was literally shaking. Mm-hmm. I was, I was all emotional. And I was like, I'm going to be judged. People aren't going to like me. I'm never going to be able to speak again. And I remember after that moment, and this was, you know, many years ago, Mm. I had many women, men, and teenagers come up to me and say, finally, I am not alone. Mm. Finally, I can say, okay, you know what? Somebody has gone before me, somebody yeah. knows what I'm going through. Like, I can trust that the was the moment. Life. Yes. Because I'm broken, I can trust a broken life. Yeah. yeah. That's the moment I realize I need to, you know, remember that as I yeah. live my life. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. That's so good. Great thoughts. Um, and one of the things that I I, I love about um, our expert coming up, Colleen Blake Miller, she's gonna talk to us about how to avoid FOMO, the fear of missing out, because I know that's a big issue on social media too. Take a look. FOMO is oh so real. So it's important to recognize that many studies have demonstrated how overuse of social media and peering into the lives of other people actually negatively impacts on our mental health. So how do we avoid FOMO? Number one, please remember that things aren't always as they appear on a post. Number two, it is impossible to be at everything and be included in everything. Number three, unplugging and giving yourself permission to miss out is actually quite empowering. So go and refocus your attention on what matters the most. Go connect with real people. Remember what I always say, amazing lives inside of you. So go and live it out. Well, thanks Colleen, those were great tips on how to avoid FOMO. And for some of you, that's the fear of missing out. We're gonna talk about that on some blogs and vlogs later on um, on our website. So make sure you check it out on seeherlove.com. Well, we have a very special guest with us. A future See Here Love co-host, Madeline Christina's daughter is with us. Hi Madeline. (laughs) (laughs) Oh I love that. Thanks for joining us and hanging out. Awesome. Okay, well we have just a bit of time for our two takeaways for the show. And so I've got two. And so we can have a few minutes just to talk about them. But number one, the pictures may be pretty, but the struggle is real. Mm, Thoughts quickly of that. 
as a takeaway? What, what, what is that, um, how are people gonna be encouraged in knowing that truth and takeaway? The pictures are pretty. I, got, a, I got an encouragement. Okay. Okay. Don't feel bad that you're not posting pictures of like all of the mess because the reality is when you're in the mess, you're actually attending to your relationships. When you're having a fight with your spouse, mm. when you're dealing with a messy, crazy tantrum on the floor, you're not taking yeah. your phone out to take a picture of that, nor should you be, right? Yeah. You're capturing, the reason you're putting out beautiful pictures is because that's when you have time and space to yeah. do that. Okay. So don't beat yourself up about it, but know that when you're looking at those pictures, it is a very small picture yeah. of what is actually happening in that life. Good. I think I also want to add to that that the struggle is also beautiful. All right, number two, mm-hmm. look to Jesus for truth, the truth about you and the world and the social media landscape. Mm-hmm. What about that one, Cheryl? Uh, yeah, I just feel like this is an amazing call to like put down the pressure mm-hmm. uh, to have to edit our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is time to put on truth. Um, because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And uh, by looking to him, we will see things as they truly are. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I was going to say, yeah. I think we can, we, we can miss our calling when we are stuck uh, in other people's lives, yeah. mm-hmm. scrolling, right? We can miss what God has for, like, he's like, hey, I have mm-hmm. something unique and special for you, mm-hmm. but you, you're stuck in their story, yeah. and I have, yeah. I'm writing yeah. your own. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And it's just That's like good. a reminder that the final photo finish, so to speak, the real picture, that happens in heaven. Yeah. You'll never get it perfect on this side. All right. Well, Christina, thank you so much. Madeline, thank you so much for being with us, even just hanging out with us. Christina, thank you. It's this, you know, we're talking about FOMO, but then we have JOMO, the joy of missing out. Um, We loved having you, and thank you for convicting us deeply today on social media. But great thoughts about motivation, authenticity, and truth. Thank you for that. And, of course, Cheryl Brooke, Lisa, thank you for your thoughts as well. Amazing. And to you, our viewers, um, let's be truth tellers bearers and tellers of truth and unity and love and hospitality and generosity to one another. Resisting the desire for power and control. Let's not let the images on social media platforms define who we are, but let Jesus be the one who defines who you are and how much you are loved. Don't forget to check out our blogs and vlogs and past shows on seeherelove.com. And always remember that you are seen, you are heard, and you are deeply loved by God. Bye-bye. See Here Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.